welcome to the Great Big Yes podcast. My name is Sue Bidstrup, and I am the host of the Great Big Yes podcast. And it's my intention to share information with you that helps you say yes to a greater calling in your life. It helps you live with passion and purpose and make a difference in the world. And so today, we're going to be talking about some coaching concepts that I have recently read about in a book that I absolutely love called Atomic Habits. And it's written by James Clear. And it's called, uh, or, you know, its little subtitle is Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results. Because here's the thing. Um, We can set goals, right? And we can try to meet those goals kind of randomly, vaguely set a goal, and then the next year be setting that same goal again. And we don't want to do that. So we want to set a new precedent where we actually take on a 1% change every day. So just a a tiny little change, and it's going to make a huge difference. And so as I was reading about this, I thought, oh my goodness, I have to share this on the podcast. It's so good. You might want to get the book Atomic Habits yourself and read through it. But in this portion that talks about the 1% better every day, he says, habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. The same way that money multiplies through compound interest, the effects of your habits multiply as you repeat them. They seem to make a little difference on any given day, but the impact that they deliver over months and years can be enormous. It is only when looking back two, five, or maybe ten years later that the value of good habits and the cost of bad ones become strikingly apparent. This concept can be a difficult concept to appreciate in daily life. We often dismiss small changes because they don't seem to matter very much in the moment. If you save a little money now, you're still not a millionaire. If you go to the gym three days in a row, you're still out of shape. If you study Mandarin for an hour tonight, you still haven't learned the language. We make a few changes, but the results never seem to come quickly. And so we slide back into our previous routines. Unfortunately, the slow pace of transformation also makes it easier to let a bad habit slide. If you eat an unhealthy meal today, the scale doesn't move much. If you work late tonight and ignore your family, they'll forgive you. If you procrastinate and you put your project off until tomorrow, there will usually be time to finish it later. A single decision is easy to dismiss. But when we repeat 1% errors day after day by replicating poor decisions, duplicating tiny mistakes, and rationalizing little excuses, our small choices compound into toxic results. It's the accumulation of many missteps, a 1% decline here and there that eventually leads to a problem. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I don't know about you, but for me, it was like ding, 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 ding. And I started thinking back in my life on different, different things, right? Have you ever been part of an organization that you watch them kind of make a mistake and you give them, you give them a break and you say, okay, well, that's no big deal. And then they make another mistake and then you're like, well, that's no big deal. And, and then they make another mistake. And then all of a sudden you look back three or four years later and you go, uh-oh, uh-oh, this ship may be sinking, right? That's one example. The other thing I was thinking about is I love donuts. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes I stop at the donut shop and I get an apple fritter. Now, it's only worth it to me if I can eat an apple fritter. I'm not going to just go ahead and eat some glazed donut that you might have in in a break room somewhere. But if there's an apple fritter um, from a donut shop, I'll be eating it. 
And so um, sometimes I stop at Shipley's Donuts and get an apple fritter. And I rationalize it to myself and I say, well, it's no big deal. I don't do this all the time. Right? But I think sometimes we say, it's no big deal. I don't do this all the time. And we do it more than we think we're doing it. For instance, if you wake up in the morning and your intention was to ride the bike or take a walk and you don't do it, you might tell yourself, oh, well, it's no big deal. It's just one day. But then it gets easier to say that to yourself. So it gets easier the next day to say, it's no big deal. It's only two days. And I didn't do it yesterday and it didn't really make a difference. And I didn't gain any weight. The scale hasn't budged. So I'm just going to not work out again today. And then you keep doing it, right? And so I loved how he explained it, that habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. So if we want to change something, I know it's not popular because, you know, if I'm coaching somebody and they're asking me about weight loss and they really want to lose weight loss and they're kind of in a um, panicky state and it becomes like a crisis situation and they really want to get it done, um, you know, yesterday, I have to be the bearer of bad news and let them know that this is going to take some time and that you want to lose it the way you're going to live it. Because if you do another diet that gets you to the end of the diet and you've lost the weight but you haven't changed at all, then you're going to put the weight back on. So I'm suggesting to people, weight loss is one example. It's a very easy example that we all understand. So I'm going to go ahead and give that. But if you decide you're going to do 1% better every day, and one day you add an extra glass of water, that's not going to seem like a big deal. But if you actually say, I will have a glass of water every day when I wake up in the kitchen, then you're going to have that glass of water every day and it's going to become a habit. So if you have that glass of water before your cup of coffee, that's going to be a really good habit that's going to have a compounding interest. Then if you add, I'm going to take a walk three times a week and you do it, it's going to have a compounding interest. But you're not going to see those results right away. And so what we do, right, he explained it right there, what I read is so, it's an explanation of what we all know is true. When we do the diet or we do the cleanse and we haven't lost 10 pounds in a week or whatever Marie Osmond says is going to happen on her commercial about whatever system she's selling, um, when it hasn't happened quick enough for us, then we quit. And you know, it's like, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I know that quitting won't speed it up, <laughs> right? So we find ourselves back in that same situation. And then what happens here is one of the things that I think is the most awful thing of all is you start to doubt yourself. You start to believe that you can't keep a promise to yourself. You start to believe that you're not, quote, good enough to lose weight, or you're not disciplined enough to lose weight, or you're not um, you're just never going to do it. It's impossible. And the truth is, it's not impossible, but you need to change your mindset around it. And so the first thing I would say is, and this can be applied to business, this can be applied to um, relationships, right? Say you have a relationship that's rocky. Say your marriage is having trouble and you feel really um, disconnected from your spouse. 
You can't just wake up the next day and say, everything's fine with my marriage. Everything's going to be great. We're just going to move forward. Everything's fine. It's almost like you're trying to talk your mind into something that's not true. So this isn't about just thinking something happy and being happy. This is about actually putting in the work so that you can build the confidence that you're doing all the things that are going to lead to that happy marriage that you want. So 1% better every day. Did you um, say good morning to your spouse and maybe give them a kiss or a hug in the morning? Did you say good night to your spouse and give them a kiss or a hug at night? Or maybe did you go out on a date this week? Did you ask your spouse how their day was? Did you go for a walk with your spouse? Did you sit in the same room with your spouse and not be on your phone or your iPad or your laptop? So think about it. If your spouse and you are sitting in the same room and you're on your phone or you're on your laptop, you're doing work or they're doing work at night, and that happens a couple times, it's not a big deal. You can forgive it. It's like, oh, well, he's, he's not paying attention to me right now because he's busy. This is a busy season at work. I understand. But the cumulative effect of that, if it's every single night, is going to add up, Right? It's kind of like the concept of the withdrawal and the deposit. It's exactly like that. And so if you want a good relationship, um, say with your best friend, maybe something has gone wrong and you feel betrayed, in order to get back to where it was, there's going to be some deposits having to be made by her. Or maybe it's you that needs to make the deposits. But it's not something that we just say, oh, everything's fine. It's something that we put in work, okay? So let's put this in a business context because um, I have a coaching group. It's called Team Yes Coaching and Community. And I would love for you to join. If you are a woman business owner or an entrepreneur or a visionary and you want to kind of jumpstart your business, grow your business without losing your mind, um, that's what this group is all about. So we're all about doing this thing we want to do and building our business, but we also know that we want to... Um, you know, take care of our families, take care of our relationships, take care of our health, take care of our spirituality. We don't want to lose ourselves while growing our business. And so um, you can join us at, at Team Yes. Go to greatbigyes.com and it's all there. Um, but as I'm talking to people there and, and we're talking about business, I think you see a lot of things on the internet nowadays. It's like, oh, you know, make a million dollars in your first year or hire this coach. You pay her, you know, $2,000. And if you don't get $2,000 within the first three months of working with her, you get your money back or whatever. It's all about like hitting this dollar sign or dollar amount, which is, I get it. We have to set tangible goals that are measurable. I get it. But what I would love for you to do in your business is start thinking of it in this habit forming way, right? So we don't just pull business out of the sky. We don't just go on the internet and all of a sudden Facebook algorithm is totally in our favor and all of a sudden business starts just rolling in. I want you to think about what habits you're doing every day in your business. If you're working from home and you're starting your own business or you have your own thing that you're up and running, um, it could be an MLM, it could be a coaching business, it could be um, maybe you have like a brick and mortar, maybe you have... 
Um, you know, you cut hair and people come to your house and you do it. Um, or maybe you're trying to build a clientele um, for whatever it is, whatever that you're doing. So um, this could apply to anything. The question is, what are you doing every day, right? So get the 1% better every day isn't as overwhelming as, well, I need to overhaul everything. I need a new website. I need to call a graphic designer. I need to hire a financial person. I need to hire this, that, and the other. And I think we all get kind of stuck in that. We go, oh, wait a minute. I don't know how to use um, this new software that everyone's using. And I have to, it has to look exactly like so-and-so's because she's really successful. So I'm going to go ahead and put a ton of money into this. And I'm going to try to figure this out. Um, and then I'll do some like actual work of meeting people. And we get stuck there and we can be stuck there for years. And we look back and we go, wait a minute, I have meant to do that business a year ago or two years ago, and I'm still in the same place fiddling with the computer every day. And so what else can you try? So maybe the 1% better every day is just um, getting out of your house and meeting people. You know, if you have a local business and you're trying to get local business, maybe it's just making a connection. Maybe it's walking the dog and actually talking to your neighbor and telling your neighbor what you do. You know, I, I think this, this applies to so many things. I know, you know, um, in church, you know, we're supposed to evangelize. We're supposed to tell people about Jesus, tell them the good news, right? And a lot of times we make this about, I need to go to Africa, right? I need to go on this huge mission trip. I need to uproot my entire life. I need to adopt like four babies and then... I'll be evangelizing. And the truth is, all you really need to do is walk across the street and shake your neighbor's hand. All you need to do is, at the health club, say hello to the person next to you. It's relationship building. Because number one, you don't really have the, you haven't earned the right to um, talk to somebody about spirituality and faith and Jesus, and if you haven't built a relationship with them. And the same is true in business, right? So you don't have any, I don't want to say right, I guess, but you, you don't have, you can't really sell to anybody or invite anybody to buy what you're selling or invite anybody into your store or invite anybody to have you, you, you know, them use you as a realtor or to get their hair cut or anything if you haven't really built a relationship with them. And so part of it might just be, you know what, every morning when I go to the health club, I'm going to try to say hello to one new person. Or every morning when I walk the dog, I'm going to see if I can meet a new neighbor. Or every morning at Starbucks, um, I'm going to say hello to someone new. Or I'm going to um, call somebody that I haven't talked to in a long time who was a client before. That kind of thing. So picking out little things. It doesn't have to be big. And it's not an all-day project. It's not like for eight hours a day today, I'm going to do this. It's a 1% change that's going to add up over time. And so maybe you do want to learn about the new software and you want to launch an online class. But maybe you just learn 1% of it today. And maybe you're okay with that versus needing to know the whole thing and created the whole course within 24 hours. And it sounds ridiculous, but this is what we do to ourselves. And so the mind shift is, I don't need to be in a rush. There is no hurry. All right, let me repeat that again. 
There is no hurry. There is no hurry. I think for women, I know when my kids were young, I was always in a hurry. It was a hurry to get their shoes on. It was a hurry to find their coats. It was a hurry to get to school. It was a hurry to get to um, whatever we were doing after school. And then I read a book called The Hurried Child. And it talked about how detrimental that is to our children. To have your body in like a fight or flight response at all times, like, oh my gosh, mom's going to freak out and I'm in a hurry. And, uh, it's, it's not good for them and it's not good for us. And when I took up yoga and I started teaching yoga, I learned a lot of tools about really not hurrying. And I don't hurry anymore. I don't. I refuse. <laughs> Sometimes people are like, uh, could you put a, put, a, put a little spring in your step, Sue? But I don't hurry. And I tell my kids now, you know, for them, you know, just because you're, you have a lack of planning, that doesn't constitute a fire drill on my part. I'm not going to run around like a crazy person because you haven't planned well. And so when I see women, um, especially in business, when they're hurrying and they're in too big of a hurry for a customer or they're in too big of a hurry to make an appointment on time, it worries me because one, it's not healthy for their physical health, their emotional health, or their mental health. But it's also not good for business. So maybe the 1% change is today, I'm going to get up 15 minutes earlier so I don't have to hurry. And that can apply to business. That can apply to um, when you're raising young kids. Um, if you have to be somewhere, it's never a mistake to allow yourself an extra 15 minutes. I do this now, and if I get somewhere early, I'll, I'm in my car, I get to like put a little lipstick on, I get to look at my phone, I get to get ready, kind of be ready, right? And so maybe that's the 1% change. The mental thing that we need to change, the thought, if you follow me at all, you know I'm all about taking every thought captive. And the one thought that comes up in this is, well, there's a lot of thoughts that might come up into this, but let's address the one that says, if I don't do it now, I'll miss my chance. And that's a lie. And you can't miss, quote, your chance, right? First of all, there's not one chance. <laughs> let's debunk that right now. There's not one chance. You get many chances. And nothing's really chance if we, if we really want to dig deep. So you can always take every thought captive and then take it captive again and again and again and really whittle it down. But a lot of us feel that we're in a hurry because if we don't do it now, we're going to miss our chance. And I just want to let you know that you can't miss your chance. If something is for you, it's yours. You have to work for it. And what I think pleases God is that everyday effort, that determination, that persistence, that commitment. You know, everybody wants to have a marriage and, and celebrate a marriage at 30 years, 35 years, 40 years. 
but they don't want to do the little steps every day that get you to that. You know, everybody wants to have a successful business, but they're not as excited about the everyday habits that get you there. I'm blessed to have had a great example in my husband and my father. Um, They were men who went to work every day and they got dressed in the morning in their suit and they went to work every day. It was very routine. My dad was a Marine and so, you know, he really had it down, the routines and the habits, right? I mean, those shoes were shined. That belt was on. I had to pay a dollar if I wasn't wearing a belt. Um, Nowadays, oh my gosh, I don't even know what he would think if he saw people now. No belts. Um, But there's there's an honor that comes with discipline. And there's an honor that comes for yourself. And I don't mean, I do think God approves of discipline and, um, like I said, persistence, consistency, commitment. But there's also an an honor that you have of yourself where you respect yourself. You're a person who can keep promises to herself. So that 1% might be, I'm going to be a person who keeps promises to myself is a really, that's actually a big overriding belief and that's different than a habit. But your habits can get you to a belief. So when you're a person who says, I'm going to drink that water every morning, or that person who says, I'm going to go out and say hello to someone new every day, and you actually do it, then your belief changes. And that's huge. Your belief goes from, I better hurry up if I don't do it now. I I don't have a chance to, I'm making progress. There's enough time. And all of these things I'm doing every day are really making a difference. But it's not because you just decided to change your mind. It's because you changed your habits and your new habits and your commitment to them and your follow through has created a new thought. And now you believe something new about yourself. And that's transformational change. So I hope this makes sense. One of the things that I'm working on in my life is to not, like when I'm doing podcasts or if I'm on um, video or if I'm in my group coaching, I have a tendency to want to say everything all at once. Like I want to tell you every single thing I've read lately. I want to say everything I want you to know. And I want to go off on 15 million different tangents. So I'm working on... How do I stay focused and present like one thing at a time so you can have clarity? I posted about this today or yesterday on Instagram and Facebook, so maybe you saw it, but I don't believe you need more motivation. I think you need clarity because that's what I needed. I didn't need another person telling me, you're a boss, you can do it, you're worthy, um, Let me tell you how worthy you are, how much God loves you. I know all of that. And I don't mean to belittle it because I do think it's um, super important to um, speak life into people. And 
you know, you know me, my original design is to encourage. And so I'll always be encouraging and I'll always try to be motivating. But I hope you understand what I mean. I don't think you need to sit around and read more platitudes about how great you are. I think you need action to prove to yourself how capable you are so that you can do something great. I hope you see the difference. I, I want it to be practical. So when you come to Great Big Yes, whether it's the podcast, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, whether you're on Team Yes, whether you call me for one-on-one coaching, I want you to leave with action items where you feel like, wow, I can really make a difference in my life. I'm taking ownership of my life. There's action. Because you guys... I heard in church they were talking about our phones and they said that we're on our some people are on their phones like 11 hours a day. Look at your iPhone. It, it adds up how many hours a day you're on the phone. Check it out because you do have time. You have time to make a 1% change every day. Give it a chance. Think of something right now And say, I will, at this time, in this place. And just start. Start today. You're not in a hurry. You can do it slowly, and that's the kind of change that lasts. So... As a coach, I'm not interested in just getting you to a goal and then leaving you. I'm interested in transformational change so that you end up living differently, living the life that you want. You know, there's a lot of reasons why we don't do what we say we're going to do. And we all have our own internal dialogue. So my friend and I were talking about how sometimes we eat because we're bored. And we realize a lot of times weight gain isn't about food. It's about being bored with our lives. And so my answer to that conundrum is not to eat less food. It's to create a life that's not boring. It's to engage in your life in a way that brings you energy so you forget all about food. So it's the same thing with business. If you're trying to run a business in a way that you don't want to live it, like if you're busting your butt and you're constantly hustling and you're constantly doing things that you feel are kind of out of alignment with your integrity and you're like saying stuff you feel gross saying and you're kind of selling in a way you don't love, but you're listening to some guru who's telling you how to do it. Listen to your internal voice because the way that you build your business is the way that you're going to have to sustain it. And if your internal voice is telling you, 
this doesn't feel right, this doesn't feel good, or you wake up and you dread going into your office and doing your job or working with your clients or whatever it is, then stop. And the 1% change is to get back to where you want to be with your business. Maybe 1% change for today is just to become aware. All right, what parts of my business do I love? What parts of my business are not sitting right with me? What's giving me energy? What's depleting me? So at the beginning, we were talking about weight loss. And I said, you know, the way you lose it, you want to lose it the way you're going to live it. It's the same with business. You want to build it the way you want to sustain it. Right? Because nobody can run around like a chicken with their head cut off for the rest of their lives. And if they do, they're going to wake up one day and wish they didn't because of that compounding effect of their habits. Not only will it hurt them physically, but it'll damage relationships and their business. So I hope this makes sense. Um, That's it for today. The 1% change. So I hope you find this interesting, just getting 1% better every day. And it says here, I'll leave with this, 1% worse every day for a year or 1% better for a day, for every day for a year, right? It says, the effects of small habits compound over time. For example, if you can get just 1% better each day, you'll end up with results that are nearly 37 times better after one year. So regardless of what it is, set that intention now today. Pick an area of your life 1% better today. Start today. Take action, you guys. Don't get paralysis from overanalysis. Get into it right now. It's kind of like when you're in spin class and they're like, you're in it, you're in it, you're in it. You know, you're already in it, so you might as well just go with it, right? Lace up those shoes, say yes, and start today. All right, if you have any questions about this, feel free to comment. Um, Go to greatbigyes.com or uh, greatbigyes1 at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Great Big Yes. I'm in Austin, Texas, so I coach people here live, and I also um, coach over the phone. So wherever you are, if you're looking for a life coach for women, if you're in business or if you're an entrepreneur or a visionary, if you're trying to grow your business without losing your mind, then I would love to connect with you. There's lots of ways to connect. Um, so reach out and I'm just super excited about all of this work and I wake up every day thrilled that I get to do what I get to do. And so, um, I want you to feel that way and I'm most successful when you're successful. So I can't wait to not only lift you up and encourage you and motivate you, but more than that, um, spring you into action and be that, um, just that coach alongside of you that's cheering you on. So I'm rooting for you. I thank you for being here and I hope you guys have a great day. I'll talk to you next time. All right, keep saying yes.